everybody. everybody. What's up? I'm Sarah the Rebel. And I'm Mistress Tamara. And this, this is the Woman Up Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, we taught Tamara how to say the thing. We're so excited. Yeah. If you're new here, hello, welcome. We don't know how you got here and we apologize. But this is a podcast <laughs> where two feminist crazy cat ladies talk about geeky stuff. And we're going to run down our favorite topics of the week in a little bit. And then share some of our chick pics with everybody. We also answer questions sometimes, but this is uh, not a live show. This is our first recorded show. So if you have questions, you actually need to tweet them at us. We don't have any answers for you at the moment. None. I would like to answer a made-up question. Yes, <laughs> this is my real hat. The answer is 42. 42 is always the answer. Uh, for returning fans, hello. Welcome back. We missed you. If you're listening to allgames.com, uh, thank you. If you're listening to iTunes, what up? what up? Give us a rating or we will hate you. <laughs> Today we have a special guest, Carmelin Hey, everybody! Carmelin is a host for Fox Sports and uh, is a host for the Wrestling Compadres Sendcast. Yes, um, yes, I am. Tell, tell us about yourself a little bit. Well, I am Carlin Bates. <laughs> Great intro. Great. Good job. And um, I've been working at Fox Sports for, oh my gosh, probably six months now, seven oh, months. Awesome. And I cover the WWE, I cover UFC, and I cover the NHL, and part of my WWE coverage consists of hosting for the Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. Awesome. How many marriage proposals do you get a week? Oh, no. <laughs> none. None. Back when I worked for the Kings, though, because um, I used to be an in-arena host for the Kings, uh-huh. and we would do live hosting um, in the arena, and during or after like a on-ice game, if there was a guy contestant that I had to interview, a few times they'd been like, Hey, you want to go on a date, like, in front of 18,000 people? So that's the closest I've had to a marriage proposal. Yeah. And then I would awkwardly be like, no, i got to go home and watch Netflix with my cats. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm just curious, because no, you're it's... supposedly the thing that doesn't exist. Oh. Right. You know? Unicorn. Us geeky girls that like sports, we're not real. Uh, it's not like doing it for attention. It's not like I have USC football season tickets or anything. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's not like what's going on on my TV right now. No. Nope, it's fine. Sports, yep. the sports sports. Sports we football. not real. <laughs> Don't exist. So we're moving on to our first section, which is Newsflash. Good job, everybody. You're so participatory. Um, <laughs> we're going to start off with really sad news. So that all the rest of our news... We're going to bring you down. Sounds better, right? We're, we're going to raise you back up. Alexis Arquette passed away. Um, so one of you guys want to talk a little bit more about who she is and, and her legacy or any movie she was in? Because you know me, I don't really I loved her in The Wedding Singer. Oh, do you remember her with her funky hair pulled over to the side and just singing in the microphone? And man, it's just really sad. She's 47 years old. She was very young. Too young. Very, very young. Um, The the rumor is that it was complications due to AIDS, which is just so sad and really makes you think like it's 2016. We need to get some cures going. I know people are trying and there's, there's, there's funds that are dedicated towards trying to find cures for things like that, but this just really shows you, like, man, when's it gonna stop? Yeah. No, every th- nobody is safe. Nobody is so. It's true. Anybody can get it. So remember to wear condoms, kids. Absolutely. Wrap Please. Up. Wrap it all the way up. Wrap all the time. All the way up. Times. All the time. If need be. Uh, a trash bag. So, poor little looker out. Um, an awesome life. Uh, there was yeah. a little bit of controversy because originally her brother misgendered her. Um, you know, transitioning is apparently a very complicated thing. I don't think any of us are experts on it, so we won't seek to, to really dive deep into that. But there are people who are experts on it who are writing articles who are talking about it. 
Um, and I always believe in seek first to understand, second to be understood. It doesn't really matter what your opinion on someone's gender or sexuality is. How about you just listen to whatever they yeah. have to say to you? So. Yeah. And, like, Alexis was one of the first, like, openly trans celebrities that I remember anyways. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, you know, she's very talented, and it's, it's a shame. But, um, you know, we will remember her fondly, and uh, she's been in a lot of great movies, and, you know... Uh, you know, sp spread some love to everybody, you know, make sure you... Right, that's what 2016 has taught us more than anything yeah. else. Really? Hold your goddamn loved ones close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This 2016 was coming for you. Reaper, the damn Grim Reaper. Grim Reaper is just ragging up. So, moving on to happy <laughs> news. Oh, boy. Backlash. Backlash. Yay. Yay. Uh, so, anyone not in the know, um, this is our special wrestling episode. We totally forgot to tell you what the topic <laughs> of the day was. We just hope you keep listening and find out. Episode. A lot of you have requested it once you discovered that I liked wrestling, and you discovered that I liked wrestling because I finally got the WWE Network, which kind of changed my life. Oh, um, girl! Yes. I really did. I was like, ten, ten dollars a month. I can For do that. All the wrestling you'd ever want. Right. All of, uh, all of the old. All anyway, we'll talk about that some other time. But um, <laughs> this was the first uh, separate brands pay per view of the year. So um, this was for SmackDown. I had to burp because I've been drinking a little bit. But, uh, so, there were some interesting matches and some, some interesting outcomes. Do you ladies have anything in particular you wanted to highlight? Oh, man. I'm, do you want me to go first? You yeah, want to go first? Means. Oh, Randy Orton um, getting his ankle slammed in the door <laughs> by Bray Wyatt to then make him unavailable to have his match so then mm -hmm. Kane comes out. That was a little weird. So for people that don't know who we're talking about, Randy Orton's one of the biggest stars on SmackDown Live, and he was unable to participate in, in his match. And it's like, why? What? And they apparently knew he was injured before this happened, right. and we're still... Tell, like, televising promos three weeks ahead for this match to happen. So. Right. And, and even night of, they yeah. were still showing the promos. So obviously... We swerved. And yes, we yeah. did get swerved. Yeah. In their head, this made sense of, like, oh, he can't fight. Instead of... Uh, maybe they were, like, hoping he would be okay by then, or and that's why they more eyes, because he's still yeah. so big. If they said he's not going to wrestle, right. some people might not That is in. possible, because it is yeah. SmackDown, and they don't have as many, like, high-tier people. That's, that's yeah, definitely that a possibility. Not you know, right. active currently is mm -hmm. probably filming a movie. Right. Um, so that that does make sense. Um, their decision <laughs> to have Kane. Just, he's still here. Yeah. He's still, still here. Pat, more power to him. Like, he, you know what? What's a little frustrating about that match is we had Kane uh -huh. and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, the creepy dudes. And yeah. imagine what could have been done if that had been plan properly, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Like, okay, maybe we know Randy Orton might not be able to do it. Let's plan a backup. Not just who he's going to fight, but what right. could happen. Like, what if we had some real mystic, weird, or creepy stuff actually occur, like, back in the day? That yeah. would have been so exciting. And I'm a, I'm a big proponent of bringing back that weird, magical, hoodoo kind of, like, thing. And I mean, now that Finn Balor, well, uh, poor Andrew Finn Balor is there, and he has the Demon King. Like, I was like, this is a great opportunity to have... You know, you always had your, like, kind of, uh, you know, witch doctor you kind of dude. You had your, like, undead kind of guy. Mm -hmm. like, you already had mm -hmm. these, like... You had Undertaker yeah, yeah. kidnapping people. Right, yeah. and, and what Bray was doing with the New Day I thought was so interesting and fun to, like, get back to this sort of, like, 
super camp version of wrestling, which oddly enough turned the New Day into more serious people, which was just right. like an exciting yeah. little situation. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's not gonna happen anymore. They're split up. Their brands are split up. Like, okay, you're gonna fight Kane. Do something with that. Throw spikes of fire. Right. Or have a hologram appear. Yes. <laughs> something scary. Holographic Undertaker. Yeah. Okay. Have Bray decide that his demon is stronger than the demon Kane and have some weird thing go on where he thinks he's like praying or talking or doing. No. It was just, I'm a god, I'm a god, I'm a god. And I wanted, if you played Mass Effect, you guys know the I am a bionic god bit, which is like this little roly poly guy who like gets high off some magic and is like, oh, I'm a bionic god. That's all. All I can think about. That's Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> I am a biotic god. <laughs> anyway, uh, that, yeah, that was the biggest what of mm-hmm. the night. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Uh, I'm enjoying the Usos heel turn. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. Super good. Yes. Yeah, oh, they look like little ninjas now. Like, oh. little, like little hip hop ninjas. <laughs> so, like the baggy. What do they call those pants with the drop crotch? Oh, oh, I know. Oh. I'm not mistake. fashionable enough. Yeah. But yeah, I see them come out. They don't. They're not doing their haka. They're not colorful. And they're just mm. looking like they're all business. And I was like, oh, how are you doing? <laughs> and then when they were like sitting in the corner, like you guys are so evil now. Yeah. It's great. That's they turn, they yeah. really embrace that heel turn. They could have come out with their, like you said, their colors and even their face paint and stick to the same look, but they totally did it. They, yeah. they went to the dark side 100%, and that's that's what you need to do with a heel turn. You really got to embrace it and make the most of it, and boy, did they ever. They didn't even come out dancing. Nope. They, like, slinked down the ramp to the ring, which was like, oh, yes, you're yes. doing it. Yeah. It, it was pretty great. Um, yeah, because I think so many, there's a lot of gray area dudes and a lot of heels. And yeah. There's a lot of, like, like far heel, far face. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right? So I, I liked having, like, like really clearly defined. Like Ambrose toes the line a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Right, you know. I like, I like having that. I do, I do think, I was just going to say, I do think it's something weird that has happened with heels since back in the day, which is that they aren't, a lot of them don't give their reasoning or, like, have any sort of story behind being a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think them, like, m- you know, messing up American Alpha the night before, like, cool, yeah, but, like, really, but why? Right. You know, I, I would love to, them to be like, we're tired of you bringing on these other Did you newer see tag teams. See what? Yeah, there was a thing they ran in, a, I think it was, I guess it was the after show. Yeah. They showed a clip of it where they came in and it's like, yeah, basically it's like, we're tired of, the, you know, not getting pushed to the forefront when we're one of the preeminent tag teams. We don't, give a, you know, we, mm-hmm. we don't care about anybody. We'll stop anybody out. And I was like. Right. That's what you need to tell a story. But I do feel like putting things on after shows and other it's, shows, yeah, like, it hard. takes away from it's that. It's too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, can't wa- I can't watch wrestling for five hours a day, yeah, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm and like, that, that leaves too much responsibility to us. And yeah. I'm not very responsible. <laughs> so that's right. If you want me to take it on to my own abilities to get that done and watch that, it's not going to happen right. for all the time. So. And so instead, a lot of times we're relying on the commentators mm-hmm. to say stuff to let us know what's yeah. going on with the story. Sure. So, uh, But they were still they were playing it so well that so I think this is something they should stick with for yeah, a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be good. And, and also, I like that they're rebuilding up the tag teams because that was kind of, you really had like two or three tag teams, like right. official, that made sense, floating around at a given point in time. So now that, you know, now we're getting more established and like dudes with like actual gimmicks and like things together. And then, I love tag teams. Yeah, they, they really definitely needed to so be better. Speaking of tag teams, what do you guys think about Slater Rhino? Woo! I mean, Slater's got a job yes. now, which is amazing. Slater's got uh, a double wide job. He can get that double wide. He can yes. beat his kids. I I think that's a really sweet tag team. I did not, I did not, um, I did not 
see that coming. Like if yeah. you if you asked me who was who I was predicting to win that match was not them, I jokingly said yeah. them on the podcast, and it, it ended up being them. Yeah. Right. But that's cool. They yeah. obviously have some trust and want to yeah. invest in them. And it was a great story execution. Like yeah. It's you know, there's a lot of problems with stories kind of you know, fussing at the end mm-hmm. for various right. reasons. And so having that sort of and like Slater's been sort of uh, weird heels, like second banana heel, like third banana heel. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not even like on the second position. Damn Slater. I know, yeah, and he's like jo- he's been jobbing for so long. Oh yeah. You know? And so it's nice to really like have this build up and really get him some positive momentum to Absolutely. be like a face now. So I think that was very well handled. As somebody who's not as big into the SmackDown roster as most people are, and as someone who doesn't give a fuck about Slater's family. <laughs> This was really hard for me, yeah. because I thought American Alpha, I find them so entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. and I there's a part of me that really would have liked to see them versus the Usos, but at the same time, I feel like this leaves them open for yeah. a whole big bout of rivalry. It makes sense, but like I just couldn't get behind Slater. I like I don't care, and I'm like, Rhino, not talking, also just like being the guy. I'm like, you are like two annoying people thrown together who won a match. And then that made me realize I'm real petty. <laughs> I really do prefer if you look nice. Like, Dean Ambrose, never get behind that man because his hair is so bad. Like, I can't stand his hair, and I will never support him as a wrestler <laughs> until he fixes it. So, that was, that was my own personal flaw. And he's got I good hair, that. at least. So maybe that's a good win. There's a win. There's a small win. Yeah, there's a small win in there. There is a small win. Wait, sorry, what was that? Too? He's, got a, little, he's got a little this action. Okay, cool. Uh, and we're going to talk about the women's match yes. further on, because our yeah. main topic is actually about women in wrestling. Mm-hmm. We got a little specific. Uh, but was there anything else before we move on from Backlash that was exciting? Like, we had AJ uh, finally winning... <laughs> Um, that was great, yeah. I, I mean, I think him beating Dean Ambrose was was huge because Dean kind of, ever since that Stone Cold podcast that he was a guest on, Stone Cold said he was resting on his laurels, and then you started to see that. You started to see him turn into the not-so-crazy person, and you're like, wait, what is happening? You're the champion. Take it and run with it. And he just didn't, right. and it got taken away from him. So that was interesting. Right. Very interesting. Definitely. And that means AJ Styles, like, the, uh, is he the only person who's held all of those championships on one body? Because, <laughs> like, so. he's been the champion a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he only needs one more to complete the set. <laughs> Just, like, have every championship <laughs> yeah. possible as a wrestler. Uh, that man is phenomenal. Uh, you don't say. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Miz. Yes. Oh, right. The Miz wrestling with... Uh, Dolph Ziggler, I was like, Diggler is not his name. <laughs> I call him Diggler all the time in my head because it's funny, but you can't say that out loud. Sounds like the Pokemon. It is that the is Pokemon. Weird. I'm like, haha, Diggler. <laughs> it's Diglett, but like, Diggler. Yeah. <laughs> um, the type of wrestling The Miz was doing was very interesting to me. He wasn't like doing any kind of crazy flying through the mm-hmm. air or like stunning... Like, whoa, how did he do that kind of thing? He wasn't flying through the ropes. But he was just doing these very specific moves that, you know, looked like they hurt. I don't know if they hurt. I haven't been putting any of those moves. <laughs> um, so I kind of appreciated that he's still kind of a coward in a way. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely his brand. Like, that's the characterization is for sure. Like, you know, he, uh... 
look at me and look at my face and I'm so good. Oh no, hit me. Like, like he's like really like that. And that's I mean he's very good at that character. It's an excellent character. Um, whether or not this will because there was a time period where I feel like he was getting over a lot more than he is now. Mm-hmm. So whether or not he can use this to like catapult to that you know. Right, and having uh, Maurice just like spray some pepper spray. <laughs> At the end, when the fight felt yeah. very retro to yeah. me, and I was like, "What year is this?" Yeah, yeah it was like scary Sherry almost. So yeah, like really, like legit, like throwback. Which I, you know, I appreciate. Like that's all the stuff that, like, I appreciate that kind of like, you know, if we're gonna have Those interference, theatrics. yeah, if we're yeah. gonna have interference. I prefer that kind of like totally. valet st- stuff mm-hmm. uh, more so than like random dudes running in right. for no reason. I can agree with that definitely. I I I do think the moves were interesting though, and especially at the very beginning. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the first ten seconds, I, in my personal opinion, and even a few people on Twitter thought this, it looked like a reenactment of the CM Punk Mickey Gall fight. Mm-hmm. It was an immediate takedown, um, some ground and pound, and then um, into a choke hold. So yeah. it it was literally like I thought in my head, and I verbalized. I was watching with Scott, our my co-host. And I said to him, oh my god, that's the fight from last night. What? What? And then a few people on Twitter yeah. were like, what'd you think about that? I saw that too. Yeah. But, um, that, that was very, very interesting, speaking of his change of moveset. Right. Undercover I also, Shadow. Yeah. Or, or a big... Um, middle finger? Yeah. We don't know. Right. Because really he was know. also middle fingering uh, Daniel Bryan. With yeah. those moves. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Definitely. Um there's one other thing that made me think of... Nope, it's gone. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it if it comes back. It might come back. It might. Uh, so, moving on to... Wow, we're only on our, uh, our end of our news segment. Um, CM Punk. Now, this might be something you could talk a lot about, since yeah. you know about sure. the UFC. Yeah. Um, CM Punk went and, and he fought. He, he achieved his dream. Got to fight in the UFC. Um, and then, you know, there was, there was an interesting turnout, so... He, for those of you that don't know, was a former WWE wrestler. He wrestled with the company for years and years. He's one of their most popular wrestlers, and he had a pretty messy divorce from them. Um, he wanted more. He felt like he, he just wasn't getting what he needed to at that time, and he left, and he wanted to pursue a dream in the UFC. He only had very minimal jiu-jitsu experience, and when fighters first heard that he wanted to participate, they were very against it. There was a lot of backlash, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Bring it back! Um, and it was interesting, but they documented this whole journey. They had a documentary series out on Fox called uh, The Evolution of Punk, um, and you got to see him training. He worked really hard, but that didn't pay off. When he got in the ring, even though he's facing Mickey Gall, who is a rookie, this guy has under five fights and under his belt, and he just got destroyed. He held his own for a little bit, and he survived at least a little over two minutes. I was going to say, yeah, it was yeah. under three minutes. It was a brutalizing um, pummeling, but the fact that he did that was all that he wanted to do. It didn't yeah. matter if he won or lost. He said the second he stepped in the octagon, he already won. So at the end, he gave this great speech. He teared up and really kind of wanted people to realize, like, you can you can do whatever you want to do. You can live your dreams. You can you can be whatever you want to be. You just have to do it. Right. So. Definitely. His speech is transcribed on various websites if you'd actually like to uh, read it or you can listen to it either way. But, yep, basically just saying, hey, do, do your dreams, kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I mean, like, I mean, what I thought was really weird was sort of a lot of people were like, ha, 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 he lost. And I'm like, well, I mean, like, 
that happens. Yeah, and this not isn't Rocky. Yeah, right? well, like, no, it is exactly Rocky because he went and he trained true. and then he lost. Then he lost. You're right. And everybody got. I haven't seen Rocky. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, okay, this is a creed. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's just, it's not one of those movies where it's like, oh, somebody who deserves it is going to win. Yeah, like, like someone that you're emotionally right. backing. It doesn't always work that way. Yeah. You can try really hard and still fail at a thing, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to do that thing. Yes. And, you know, I mean, like, I, I, it's anybody who tries to do that, I have great respect for it. So it's... Physically just looking at his ear made me not want to get in the yeah, octagon. Already got oh. that cauliflower. Oh yeah, yeah. First um, fight. That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so I like I have, a, I have a lot of respect for him. I thought he did, you know, as best as he can. And you can't, you can't win everything. Mm-hmm. That's, that's and true. What are you gonna do? Just gonna not try? Right. And then exactly. it'll be sad forever. Exactly. Sad forever. Don't be afraid, kids. All right, so we're moving on to. So, yeah, so there's, there's a cat, cat here. here. Yeah, yeah. We're moving I'm on. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh no, he's gonna run away. Chick picks. So for anyone new listening for the first time, Chick Picks are where we recommend something by, for, or about a woman for you guys to go check out. Um, This time, I think I picked somebody a little on topic. Um, Naomi was my Chick Pick, and I'd like you to follow her on Twitter. I will post her link in the description. She does. Um, But her glow entrance is giving me goddamn lights. Every time. she, I watch SmackDown just for her. Yeah. Like, what is she gonna do today? How is she going to slay today? She's just a phenomenal looking athlete, and I get I get joy out of watching her. See, we should show her a lot of support and a lot of love, because y'all know, we ain't gonna say it straight up on here, but y'all know, there's some things that are gonna hold Naomi back from ever being at the tippity top. And if we can show that she's very popular and give her a lot of support, perhaps we can overcome that. She's the best. She oh, I loved her neon green hair and the outfits this past pay-per-view. Uh, Holy smokes. Uh, yeah. And the music. Yeah. She just like slid down <laughs> on our knees. The, uh, Nobody else is doing this. We got a whole performance before anything yeah. even happened in the ring. It's, it's a production, great. and yeah. I appreciate you giving me a production. Oh, yeah. Like, having uh, climbed into a ring like once... <laughs> <laughs> Watching her leap into yeah. a ring, I'm like, this is the strongest woman I've yeah, ever seen. Leap into a ring and then immediately hit the knees and get that, that good, good hair flip, that good hair swing. Oh, good, good old Dutchie line out of She's got it going on. So good. She's so good. Um, oh, my thing, because I'm next. Hi. Uh, so we have the Saturday Nights with a K Kickstarter. Nice. And, get it? Yeah. Knights. Knights. Uh, and that Kickstarter is basically, it's a video game that they're building with uh, indie wrestlers with a couple of women in there who are really great. It looks like it's going to be really fun and very cool, so uh, we will also have those links over there, and so you can check it out and see if you want to throw in a little cat. Awesome. Cat-ash. Very cool. Is it my turn now? Yes, yes, your turn. Okay, well, my pick was for you guys to follow Becky Lynch on Twitter. She is the new and first ever SmackDown Live Women's Champion. She had a heck of a match mm-hmm. on uh, the Backlash pay-per-view, and she's just really inspiring. She loves women's wrestling more than anybody. Maybe even more than Sasha Banks. <laughs> I'm not sure, but she's um, she's a great follow, and um, she's very active on social media, so if you tweet something at her, sometimes she'll retweet it or respond, or at least favorite, so that's that's a good a good celebrity, you know? Yes, yeah, so you should follow her. Even though she didn't respond to my suggestion that she play in a D&D game with Xavier and Green uh, Black <laughs> and uh, Ember Moon, but it's cool. I'm gonna keep working on that idea. WWE uh, hire me, I'll be the DM. It'll be a big hit. You'll I'll see. retweet you. <laughs> okay. You got my vote. <laughs> Aw. See? Winning. That's how Sarah won the vote. 
so go check those uh, those folks out. We will have the link in the description. If you're listening to iTunes or All Games, you'll want to go to our Twitter to get those links. And now it is time for Heads Up, Woman Up. And tomorrow I forgot to teach you that part. I apologize. Next time. Next time. So as I said, our theme is women in wrestling, and so we're going to talk a little bit about the evolution, a little bit about how we got into liking wrestling, some of the women we look up to, and then some of the stuff we saw, we've seen recently that uh, that affects women in wrestling. So first, um, I wanted to ask for you two, whoever wants to go first, how you got into wrestling, and then who your first uh, favorite women's wrestler was. Uh, well, I started watching it because it came on at the end of the day with cartoons. So mm-hmm. it's like, you get up stupidly early, earlier than you would ever get up to go to school, to watch cartoons all day, and then wrestling would come on afterwards. And so um, I kind of started watching there, and uh, then I would kind of lose it and go back and forth and pick it up and like mm-hmm. uh, and see who, you know, The Rock got me, pulled me back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she so, pulled me. Uh, and then, so it goes through these, these cycles where I'm, like, super into it, and then I, like, fade back a little. But um, I always like watching the female wrestlers because it's, like, you know, you don't get to see sort of that physicality um, and, like, kind of quasi-superheroics, you know. I mean, like, they do a lot of amazing athletics. So um, that was the thing that I... And I also enjoy the theatrics of it all. I, I enjoy a lot of spectacle. So, um, yeah, and so, like, who are my favorites through the years? Um... I mean, I, I mean, obviously, you have to appreciate Lita mm-hmm. and all the crazy shit she did. And, you know, like... Um, Lita look good nowadays, too. Shout out to that milf. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> She's a fan. Laid. So, I mean, just a lot, like, you know, there was a there was a slightly dark period, personally, for wrestling to me, where it's like, I like there to be, like, a mix of people where it's like, oh, you know... You're maybe a little bit there more for the visuals, but you're still athletic, and that's cool. And then you had your people who were just, like, crazy and doing, you know, jumping off of the top of cages and stuff. But then it just really, like, the, I'm just going to go out. Divas is the dark time. Divas is the dark time. We'll talk more about that when, um, when the evolution part happens. Yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, like, so it was like, you know, you'd have one or two people who just kind of get, didn't even think because they were poster material, and it just was really depressing. Right. But, I digress. Uh, so, yeah, so I like that. I used to, if you, if... Uh, there, there's a show called Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling that I like to try and find pieces of it in watching, which is basically an all-female uh, wrestling league. It was like late 80s, or 90s. Um, they like skits in and everything like that. The opening was wrapped with varying degrees of um, oh. success. Uh, but it had like all kinds of characters. There were two definite camps. There was faces and heels and like the one of the heels they had Hollywood and Vine. And you know, there was... The, hey, we, I love there. there. <laughs> the faces there was Mount Fuji and Little Fuji. Mount Fuji was this like really like spectacularly large, uh, you know, Simone woman, and or maybe not Simone, but she might be Fuji. Oh, who knows? Sorry, Pacific Islander. I, I don't know. know. Cause you know they all, they will cast people right. Like, okay, yeah, no, they so do I'm that not... all the time. We're like, oh, this is a Japanese sumo wrestler yeah, from Samoa. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yes, so there's Kofi so, Kingston. Yes, Kofi from, from Jamaica. Jamaica. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Little Fuji, which was, you know, her sister in the show, was, like, a tinier one. And, like, it was, it was, I highly recommend, I mentioned my dad, my, my treatment, but I highly recommend you going and watching some old Glow, because it's... Say, say what it's called again? Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, Glow. Yeah, so, yeah, find that. I think they have an official site. They, they have, there's a documentary um, that they made about the show, which we'll may or may not be in Netflix. But anyways, yes. sorry. 
Uh, Keep jumping ahead. I know, I'm sorry. Okay, we'll stop talking now. Good. Excellent. Gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I have a little bit of a different story. So I grew up with four brothers, mm-hmm. and they watched wrestling growing up. So I have memories of glancing at the television and seeing Miss Elizabeth, mm-hmm. glancing at the television mm-hmm. and seeing Sable, or seeing China. And I remember thinking, oh, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. really cool. But I also remember, turn the damn TV off. I want to watch some whatever the heck, Doug funny (laughs) cartoons. What is this wrestling bullshit? bullshit? And I really truly wasn't into it back then. Like my my brothers would like do the figure four on me and I'd get put in headlocks and I was like, screw this sport. This is awful. I always get hurt. This is terrible. And then when I hit 23, I'm 28 now, so about five years ago, um, I went to a SummerSlam here in Los Angeles and completely re-immersed myself for really the first time mm-hmm. into this sport and fell in love with the storylines, fell in love with the characters, fell in love with the athleticism. I could take away that whole, like, oh, wrestling isn't real thing because I'm an adult and I didn't have that that distortion of reality. I knew it wasn't. I knew it was a performance. Right. Um, at the time, I was going to the Groundlings, so I loved the improvising in it. I just... Mm-hmm identified with all these different things in there. So um, the love began later than most people, but I'm very open about that, and that's what um, I feel like when people find out, you know, this backstory to me, it makes a lot of sense with my current knowledge and not so much with my historical knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, I, when I started watching, really loved A.J. Lee, which was CM mm-hmm. Punk's wife, April Brooks, and she was just this little terrorizer, but she didn't wear, like, the bikinis and stuff that, like, girls back in the day used to. She'd wear, like, a tank top and jean shorts with high-top converse. Like, that was so cool. And um, she wasn't this, like, sex symbol. She was this little um, crazy badass chick who just wanted to beat people up, and I just thought that was rad. And then the Bella Twins, I think they really came into their own, and they they kind of survived the whole divas to women's um, title transitioning or women's, women's division. And um, I, I really like the the rise of Nikki Bella. So I feel like she's um, she's just such a badass chick, too. And she's someone that I really, really like. Sure. Yeah. So for me, the first interactions with wrestling were when I was too young to even remember anything but Hulk Hogan. And I remember being, like, five years old. This is terrible. And I was at the neighbor boy's house, and they used to wrestle on the bed, and they had, like, a little Hulk Hogan Were you at my doll. house? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Did one of your brothers kiss me? No. So, Damn it, Cameron. <laughs> so this is, a, this is gonna... This, I say this because it's gonna come back up at the end of my story. But the storyline was always, I wasn't one of the wrestlers. I was, like, a prize for the person who won the wrestling match got to kiss me. I'm five, by the way. They were, like, oh, six or boy. seven. But anyway, this is what people got out of wrestling. and get back to that. So, when I was a little kid, eventually started, like, had my own TV in my room, was able to watch wrestling and everything. I love China. I looked at China, and I was like, this is a woman who could fight men. Mm-hmm. And, like, the low blow, like, as a little baby feminist, like, that was like, I was like, I'm gonna low blow the shit out of everybody. <laughs> I did it, like, once to my nephew, and my mom was like, he might never have children. And I was like, okay, I can't low blow people. And I stopped. But China was, like, my idol when I was little. And I just loved that, in addition to just being strong and really tough, she was also allowed to be sexy. Mm-hmm. Because that's something that I even noticed as a little kid. It's like, you're either a petite or buxom, like, lady. He's coming for you. We have a cat. There's a cat. Hi. This is so weird that he loves Tamara, like, jumps yeah. in her lap. He doesn't Hi. do that to anyone oh else. Oh, my god! I love your boobs. Yeah. Um, but, like kind of stronger, Mm -hmm. masculine-looking women like China 
didn't normally get to be considered sexy. Like, yeah. in a movie or a show, she wouldn't be a sex symbol. Yeah. But because of Eddie and this whole Mamacita thing, she was still sexy. So both of those things really got to me. Um, but then I stopped watching wrestling because, it, like, I think China went away or yeah. some, something happened. Like, I barely remember this because I was a kid. And all of the storylines with women were just terrible. Women were, like, secretaries. Vince McMahon was kissing people. They were in bathtubs. Right. And, like, I think the fabulous Moolah came back on and then showed her boobs. Like, it was, like, a weird Lots of nip slips. Time. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, I fell off from wrestling because, back to me being a little girl and being the prize, is women in wrestling that I had experienced were not the cool wrestlers. Yeah. They were the valets and these little stories. Mm-hmm. But what I did love about wrestling was the stories that the guys had. Yeah. Like, again, The Rock, oh my god. Yeah. He definitely kept me into wrestling way longer than I would have been if he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, I wanted to bring that up because I feel like Everyone has their own personal way that they got to wrestling. Oh, and, and of course, I fell off of wrestling and didn't get back into it until I moved out here because I had never had no money for TV. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't watch things. When did you move here? Five years ago. Okay. Yeah. So in college and, and everything, I, I didn't. I had the Food Network. <laughs> that was like a, what I could watch. I didn't even have Netflix. I had somebody. No, you know, I didn't even have someone else's Netflix until I moved out here. <laughs> like, I was. Definitely, TV wasn't a priority though because I. You know what's rough when you don't have someone else. I didn't even have that. Yeah, I got that when I got out here. Um, Get out of people's faces. We're trying to have a podcast. I'm having a great time. (laughs) I'm so happy I can offer you this luxury as a guest in my home. For people that are just listening, there is a cat going from girl to girl. Yeah, Yeah. it is wonderful. I bet you're very confused by the jingling. If you hear the jingling, this is the noise of Bailey. It's not Sarah getting ready for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah Claus is outside. Yeah, like, the thing that I remember distinctly, even though I was a kid, when I kind of stopped watching wrestling, because I used to, you know, every week, it was when they were just getting into, like, the Attitude Era, and the Rockers broke up by, uh, you know, uh, Shawn Michaels super-kicking his partner, like, yeah. like betraying him in the middle of the match, and I was like, no, I'm not <laughs> like this, I'm out, yep. good day, sir, good day. Good day, I say good day. I was, like, um, I was very horrified. There very was, horrified. there was something else, there was, like, apparently I missed this, but going back, like, even during this time, um... Was it Edge and, was it Lita had sex in a bed in the middle of the ring? Yeah. And the commenters were, like, commentating the sex. Like, yep. when he started going down, he's like, where is he going? Where is he going? <laughs> yep. He's heading down south. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> a whole, yeah, that yeah. is still talked about as, like, what were we thinking? Yes. Essentially. Um, so. so, with yes. that in mind, I have a theory, but I would love to know what you guys think. Do you... There's a lot of geek women that like wrestling. Mm-hmm. Do you have any theories as to why, considering this is supposed to be such a guy's thing? Maybe the storylines. Because think about all the geekdom stuff that we love. Everything has a story, whether it's a comic book or a video game. Um, there's some sort of fantasy or something that's fictional. Uh, no, not fiction. Fictional. Fictional! <laughs> it's all nonfiction. No, something fictional that we can um, watch and kind of grasp. So it's like real life... Um, kind of geeky storylines for us that, you know, but it's it's with humans, so yeah. it's cool. I used to call it, like, soap operas, but with fighting. Yeah. yeah. So it was better than yeah. a soap yeah. opera. And, and, like, hot guys, too. Yeah, like, just totally cool people. They make it, um, 
they make it really interactive. Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of feel like you're a part of something when you're watching it. And then when you see other people, like, it's like if you see someone wearing a Thor t-shirt and you love Thor, mm-hmm. you're a part of something. So yeah. when you see someone wearing an Austin 316 t-shirt, you're like, oh, yeah, we know what's up. So it just kind of, you feel part of the culture mm-hmm. of, the, of WWE and then um, just following those storylines. Yeah. I mean, as a geek... What's better than a good story? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, basically, what she was saying, uh, and you have, you know, you have these, these battles of good versus evil. Yeah. Even though they, they were a little, a lot clearer, you know, like, in the 80s mm-hmm. and stuff. But, like, the good versus evil thing, you know, we didn't have superhero, live-action superhero stuff for the most part. China was a superhero. China was a superhero. She was Zena to me. Yeah. Hulk Hogan is, like, a superhero. You know, yeah. like, like, they, and they're all doing, like, you know, The Undertaker. I'm... Literally the magical the, bad guy. Be, one of the best gimmicks ever. Yeah, ever. I love to history of all time. And so you just have these like bigger than life characters doing these crazy things that you, as a normal everyday person, like doing like a hurricana off a top rope makes no sense to me. I don't understand how people can do that stuff. I mean, but it's a thing that people physically can do. Mm-hmm. So these are our real life superheroes. And it's, it's live too, yeah. which is so cool. Cause you don't get that with any other TV show mm-hmm. you watch. Like say if you are a Xena fan, it's not live. Xena's not live. Not live. Don't you tell me that. She's <laughs> live. She lives in my heart. <laughs> WWE is live. So that's even more of the, the draw and alert for me anyway. Definitely. So that's just to say, for anyone listening who maybe hasn't run into women who like wrestling, uh, I think we're here. Yeah, we're here, first of all. And I think it's also pretty easy to get women into wrestling. Like, any woman who who likes sports or who likes superheroes or comics or any of these things, like, it might just be that she's been told it's not for her. Right. So if you have a friend you want to get into wrestling, just, like, pick one of the great episodes or just have her tune in to any time now. Like, storylines are still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Borrow your WWE network. Right, yeah. don't borrow mine. <laughs> Get somebody else's um, and, and dive in. Mm-hmm. So speaking of GLOW, because we mentioned it earlier, um, uh, we, we kind of said what it was, but it is indeed coming to Netflix. And mm-hmm. it's going to be executive produced by uh, Genji Kohan, who did Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... Basically, I just think it's going to be really interesting at the same time that the WWE is touting the women's evolution, at the same time that women wrestlers are really at a forefront as athletes for, you know, the first time in America, really, uh, that we're also going to get this show soon. Uh, I think it says a lot about the changing perceptions about women wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense, too, because it's like, if you think about who were the kids when these shows were on and mm-hmm. now we're, you know, they're in positions mm-hmm. of actually being able to produce content. So, mm-hmm. you know, why not go back to, I actually met a couple of the wrestlers from Glow what? at a con. I was walking by and they were sitting there and I just went, like, like I just had oh, a moment. Wow. And I was like, I was talking to them, I was like, oh my God, you guys are so cool. Like, I just was like, I had like that, like I had that moment. Like, right. I had that moment. That's so special. And I just was like, and then I had to like run away because it, oh. like, you know, like, you know, like, you get that thing where you're like, and I have to walk away now. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. It's okay. Even famous people get that way. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I, I just was like, yeah, so cool. <laughs> cool. And then I, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That so good. We'll yeah. be able to watch it on Netflix because yeah. hearing you talk about it, I haven't seen it personally, and it's, so it's it sounds it's awful and great. It sounds time. amazing. Yeah, I love so awful and great yeah. things. So uh, that's, that's rad. Jackie Stallone the, was one of was on the yes. show for a while too. I'll post a, I, I think we can find, I'll find one video that kind of like encapsulates, mm-hmm. encapsulates. I can't say that word right now. All right, I'll stop. Encapsulates. <laughs> Encapsulate. <laughs> Bailey didn't like I it. I scared him. Yeah, I scared him. Yeah. <laughs> like, just touch me. <laughs> um, uh, 
uh, the the vibe of it, and I'll I'll also put it put it in the description. I'll put it in the description. <laughs> Um, so speaking of glow, there were also some other non WWE uh, options. Mm -hmm. If you want to see some awesome women wrestlers, such as Shimmer, yeah, uh, and they have a sister uh, sort of organization called Shine. So it's Shimmer and Shine. Now, did Ember Moon come from Shimmer? I believe it was Shimmer. Yes. I believe so as well. Um, and yeah. if you guys Ember haven't seen dope. her, she is dope. She's basically like an evil Mortal Combat character who also does the Sailor Moon sign on her yeah. face all the time. So we know she's like legit geek. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she looks so strong. She's on NXT. Uh, I'm really excited. I think they're going to send her an uh, Ashka. I don't know how to say her name right. Ashka, yeah, there yeah. We go. you got and it. it. Yeah. Almost. Uh, because they're, I think she's got that same level of badass, mm -hmm. like, I'm just real strong. Mm -hmm. So I'm really strong. excited to say Strong. <laughs> With the K. Got some strong. Got some strong. So, um, you mentioned AJ Lee. Yeah. And I kind of want to go back to that, because there was, uh, for any of you who have WWE Network, there was a little uh, show called Women's Evolution, I think mm -hmm. it was called, and it was about uh, the women's evolution in wrestling from um, divas to women superstars now, to just superstars, not mm -hmm. even with the women part. Yeah. And while it was really awesome, really cool, really inspiring and everything, uh, AJ Lee was not mentioned in it at all as having anything to do with that change and I thought that was very interesting considering as you mentioned she came out in a tank top and yeah. shorts like she was one of the first women to be like nah yeah. actually, not in the bikini yeah. yeah I think it's kind of shitty actually I'm just gonna go as far as to call that out of being just straight up shitty because right. it really was like she really was like kind of the torchbearer of this sort of right. thing and also like you know they had Nikki hold the title for longer kind of out of spite just so she to make sure exactly that record anymore which I mean like I get it like there's you know stuff happens and if someone's not in it there anymore it's kind of weird to still have them have records but like I don't feel like they like hardcore erased people like this as much like right. in the past it's kind of weird it's like what they did the hat chips uh, trying to carve her name off the hieroglyphics and chop her nose off for sphinxes Sorry, that was a deep dive into history. <laughs> I'm just saying. That that is yeah. that is weird though. Mm -hmm. And and that kinda leaves it up to us to speak out and remember her as something like that. Like I just did and man, that that does bum me out. I didn't know that she wasn't even mentioned in it. Yeah. So that I yeah. man. They say it was all the Bella twins they, yes, that like sparked the change. Not accurate. Right. So, but every I don't want to take away from what a good um, little show that is, by yeah. the way, though. So yeah. if you guys do have an opportunity to watch it, you should, um, because it still does explain a lot and, and kind of give you some background into why you should care about these women athletes mm -hmm. and just how much work they put in yeah. as well. Um, but, but yeah, that, that was kind of disappointing to Maybe see. do some detective work and watch some old Bella Twins and AJ Lee matches and then decide for yourself how you feel about that's her, idea. her yeah. participant. Um, yeah. Participation. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we all get stickers. Words. <laughs> words mean things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so, the motto. So one of the hardest things I think about that transition, though, has been as women wrestlers are, like, kicking ass, taking names, and, and being able to do their own stunts and, and look awesome and not just be eye candy, injuries yeah. have oh, become, like, yes. a real big deal. Like, even in that video, I think... I think, like, 50% of the women shown are, like, not currently wrestling. Yeah. Oh, like, Team Bad was shown, yeah. and, um, you know, Paige was in there a lot, and, 
and um, even the Bella Twins, of course, yep. were, were featured. So it was like a lot of women who were like, oh, I got yeah. hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's like we're seeing an increase in injuries, which keeps them out. And when you're a wrestler and you're not in the spotlight, it becomes really hard to, to keep up your momentum, like with Paige. You had some stuff to say about Paige. Oh, like. yeah. I mean, as we were talking about her before we hit record, and she is dating one of the superstars that just got released from the WWE. His name's Alberto Del Rio. Mm-hmm. And um, just all speculation that WWE split them up in the draft, but one on SmackDown, one on Raw. And um, Paige was slowly and not on TV as often. Mm-hmm. And people were thinking, oh, it's an injury. And then all of a sudden there was a wellness policy violation. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden there's rumors that she's going to be leaving. And it's like, is this because of her relationship right. with him? Because supposedly there was also a rumor that someone backstage straight up told her, like, you need to stop being in a relationship with him or it's going to affect you. Which is horrible. Right. As a human. Like, right. would anyone say that to one of the guys that that works there? You have Maybe. to wonder. Like, yeah. It, 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 it's Especially really strange. Especially considering who runs the show now. Right. Um, and... It, the more they leave it up to speculation, the worse it gets. Yeah, right. And I feel like that happens with their wellness policies in general as well. Like, you had three superstars all fail their wellness policy at the same time, which was Eva, Paige, and um, Del Rio. I understand, like, for their privacy, not, like, explaining exactly to people what happened, but I do feel like just leaving this blanket term... Yeah. Leaves us all to be like, did they what have? Did you do? Like, right? Did they have a cocaine party that night? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I think yeah. having some more clarity about what counts as being a problem with the wellness mm-hmm. policy would really, like, even if you don't get to know, oh, this is what happened. It could be here is a very specific list of things it could possibly be. Yeah. Would help with some of the speculation. Because why even say it was a wellness policy? Exactly. Right. If, violation that kind of doesn't make a sense. If you're either. if you're gonna go ahead and say that there's a wellness policy that these athletes have to abide by. And treat it like any other sports team or sports organization would mm-hmm. treat it like the UFC. Deliberately, like, publicize what it was that they violated, or just don't have it at all and treat them as actors who are athletic yeah. performers right. and let them smoke weed or whatever. Like, can yeah. they smoke weed? This is I like, don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what the, what the parameters what the are. Is. But um, I, I think if you're going to have something like that, kind of emulate a different um, yeah. sport that's also doing it, and then give some clarity. It would be cool. I'm acting like, you know, the WWE just listening. Yeah, yeah, give some clarity. clarity. Yeah. Of course they're listening. Yeah. Us. We're very important people. Yes, no, women. of course they yes. are. This show, I'm talking straight to you. Listen, WWE, just yeah. like I told you earlier to put up my D&D show. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're listening. Yay. Um, so Sasha... Um, interestingly enough, had an injury uh, that had to be kind of put into the storyline. And then Charlotte, bless her heart, swears she's about to give her some more injuries at the last pay-per-view. That drop from the rope? Good lord. Oh boy. Um, A couple of botches there. Right, yeah. that, That was a hard match to watch because they were trying to do so many cool things, but then I think the big botch made them both very nervous. Yeah. It's, that's like when you, um, I was gonna think of something. Yeah, you know, it's like like when you're riding a bike and you you get a stick in your wheel and you fall over and you're like, should I ride this bike anymore? I don't even know. If you you eat an apple and you find something gross in it, and then every apple, do I ever want to eat it? Do I I cut? And then you carefully hold the apple and slam it to the crust. It's like when you cut yourself shaving and then you do it and then you just keep and then you don't shave anymore. (laughs) 
I like have cuts on my legs. This is a real thing, men. Go fuck yourselves. I Things hate we it. do for you, um, or I for ourselves, so we can be. <laughs> um, but uh, so, Clash of the Champions was coming up, and mm-hmm. we were all led to believe that Sasha was going to announce some bad news. Uh, that she couldn't like fight anymore and she's gonna have to retire and a lot of people found that to be in bad taste because of the women and men who have had to quit yeah. due to injuries so uh, I also think that was either like some tone deaf or some bullshit right. <laughs> writing that happened there it was very dramatic it, it was. was it was very much um, a scare and she sold it well. she did sell it well but what are you gonna do? Yeah, right. <laughs> like you had to do something with that, and yeah. I mean, was and that she the... definitely needed to be out for a little bit to heal up because yeah, I don't know what was wrong with her, but you know something was wrong with her because that looked like it hurt. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, well, terrible, terrible things. Um, so along with that, do you guys have anyone who's currently wrestling um, that you would say is like, I, like I'm gonna stand by and say she's the best wrestler in the WWE right now? Best wrestler in the WWE, probably, um, I think Bailey is really talented. Mm-hmm. She's She is just so athletic, and she doesn't have to go over the top to be good, mm-hmm. and she has really good chemistry with everybody. Like, part of being a good wrestler is making other people around you yeah. better as well. Definitely. And she doesn't have to be doing, like, aerial moonsaults to um, impress the heck out of us. She can just have a damn good match with really good chemistry, mm-hmm. and keep the flow going nice and that's like to me great wrestler right there but yeah she's good i i always want i always like to bring up natalia because i feel like right she's kind of languished for a while mm-hmm. with not having anybody in her her skill set realm yeah to really do good i feel like her and alicia fox should yeah, utilize a lot better yeah. like alicia fox looks like she has been wrestling her entire yeah. life. She's been in the WWE for about 10 years. Yeah. Right, and she looks like it. She yeah. is so smooth. She can make anything look good. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, nah. Since WWE is listening, yeah. Um, like, nah, let's Here talk about Carmella. Like, yeah. no, stop it. Alicia Fox is incredible. Yes. Yeah. I, I can watch her flip people's popcorns and sodas yeah. all day. Like, yeah. bring back the crazy <laughs> Alicia. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like, you know, like, at this point, as my voice cracks, because I'm <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> It's time to change. Okay. Um, uh, like now that we're at a position where we're taking, and by we I mean the powers that be, uh-huh. uh, are, are taking women wrestlers a lot more seriously and actually getting women who can do all this stuff. I think now's the time to increase the number of women on the show above six. Yeah. So that would be helpful. Increase the matches. Increase the matches. Like have more than more than one match on every every show. Add some depth. Have some depth. And then you can have people where it's like, okay, so you have Car- Carmella's not as seasoned as a lot of the other wrestlers, and that's fine. You know, you want you want to build her up, and that's not a problem, but, you know, when you only have these six people, you Well, know, it's not like, even just only do? having six people. I think six people could work fine. Yeah. The problem is they're putting them all in one match, and they were doing that over and over and over again. Like, oh, look how many women wrestlers we have on SmackDown. It's, it's like, the same six. Right. Like, why don't y'all do two matches? Or Give them like, multiple spots throughout a show. Yeah. Right. yeah. And Raw, I think, for a little while was like, oh, look, we have two matches a show, but one match would always be, like, a fake out. Yeah. No, it was SmackDown that was doing it, too. It was before the brand split, oh, but the, it continued. Yeah. yeah. Where they would have, like, oh, here's the second match, and oh, something happened, and it can't actually occur. Yeah. Um, Especially because a lot of these, like, do matches are... Like, there's just no, like, I'm like, I'm sorry, like, there's some people I just don't care about at this point, and they don't have any momentum currently, and I know you're trying to grow them, but it's like, I would rather see these really great women wrestlers right. and see a second match from them than see, like, 
you know. You get it. Braun Strowman's going to squash the next Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> no, like, that's three minutes yeah. that we can have. Like, like right. even if it's a quickie female match, we can have that. Like, I just yeah. don't. And it's also interesting. So I, I want to bring back the, the six-woman match from Backlash. Yes. Um, having a story told completely through commentary or after-show things, I don't think is as effective. And I think it was a strange choice. Mm. So to have us focus on Carmella and Nikki, right? Like, okay, these two are going to do everything. They're going to have this rivalry. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts. Nobody else really got a story except I'm hungry for it. That was their story. Um, And then the commentators were the ones having to just say, like, oh, well, you know, she's got to be wanting this since, you know, she's been fighting for... It doesn't feel as real. And so having Becky win at Mm. that point didn't even feel satisfactory to me as someone who likes Becky because I was like, well, dang, you didn't even give her a chance to, like, have a story and, like, the way they do with Charlotte and the way they do it um, with Bailey and the way they do with Sasha where you see them really trying to fight for this thing that they want more than anything else and they just were not doing that with Becky. They were like, dad, she keeps losing. We don't know why Natalia turned on her. Who knows? And they put her up against um, Carmella at the very end who she had zero storyline with and it was very anticlimactic. It was like, oh, wow. And Carmella, bless her heart, she, you know, I get that it's cool to have small wrestlers, uh, not just women, men too, because you can, they can do a lot more, right? Right. Like seeing, um, I always want to say, is it Alexa Bliss or Alexis Bliss? Alexa. Alexa. Okay, I always go Alexis, and I'm like, I think I'm just mashing her two names together. (laughs) She's teensy. Yeah. But she is able to do so many cool things because she's she's small. Right, she looks awesome. Yeah. But Carmella looks like she weighs 90 pounds wet. So when you put her against, like, Naomi and Becky, instead of putting her against somebody who either is very skilled, like Natalia, and making people look strong, or, or, or somebody like Alexa, who's smaller as well, right. when you put her against in the ring with Naomi and Becky, it looks ridiculous. Yeah. It looks like, like, how could she even be doing this? I mean, when Kofi would go against bigger guys, he would have to use his, like, brain and his intelligence and yeah. other flips to, like still somehow come out on top. Right. And I'm watching Naomi pretend that a clothesline from Carmella could do anything to her. So it was very anticlimactic yeah. to have, because we built Carmella as this bad guy, uh, we wanted to fake you guys out with the whole her and the Bella twin coming back thing. This is who Becky has to beat. It was just like... Yeah, I think it, it was the cardinal sin of writing of show, not tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been They've been telling us how they all interact, but they haven't been showing us. Right. So, and I think that, you know, you, you know, you, and we were saying, like, you know, you can have six wrestlers, six female wrestlers and make it work if you have them all feuding properly. Right. Like, Naomi and Natalia are kind of the obvious match there um, because they both kind of, they're very strong. They both can do a lot of athletic stuff. And Naomi gets those kicks. So oh, I love yeah, it. So she throws her yeah. booty in yeah. the face of whoever. Oh my god, I would die happy if I could have <laughs> my face thrown into her booty. I get so distracted. But her and Apollo Crews, they're butt. When they wrestle, I get so distracted. I'm like, these booties are so nice. Back in the day, when Rakishi used to throw some bad booties in people's faces, and now we got Naomi booties. Sign me up. Yeah, it's, it's not the worst way to go. Right. Like, so who else would you put? So name. So like I put Naomi and Natalia together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Carmella and Nikki's already working, and that's, I mean, this is already put together. That's, like, kind of the natural thing. So then you would put Alexa and um, uh, Becky together. Which I think makes a lot of sense right now. Yeah. Um, Alexa seemed to pop a little bit yeah. after yeah. that match. Yeah. Even though she was the first one tapped out. Yeah. yeah. She's, uh, they should have given her more of a chance in that match, but... 
I mean, even though there was a lack of storyline, they could have done the the bare minimum, which was put a veteran against the rookie at the right. very end. Yeah. But two, two, two rookies. And did no anyone even talk or anything? I don't. I don't think anyone she, got on the mic. She did at the very end. Okay. Becky did to um, give kind of a, like a CM Punk kind of speech. Sure. Right. Um, yeah. And that was it was meaningful, but at the same time, like, well, you went through Carmella. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and, yeah, yeah. and the other problem with like six man matches, they're just never as fun as I don't know the writers think they might yeah. be because, like the way wrestling functions, we need to be able to focus on the big moments. Right. And so what always ends up happening is you immediately have like two or three cool things happen, and then everyone gets knocked out with a concussion for the next twenty minutes. Right. Yeah. On the ground, so Becky like also came out of nowhere after right. not being in the ring for a really long time. And the solution to that is a Royal Rumble. Like, yes, a Royal Rumble style match is the solution. Because if you're if you're out, if you go over the top rope, you're out. Yeah. You're not laying down half right. and like, then oh, coming I'm back very in. Tired. If Becky won in that capacity, that would have been so strong. Wouldn't matter who she beat. She, that means that she would have survived everybody. Right. I, so. I would like. Uh, my my God, can we listen to WWE? I know you're listening. Can we have a Royal Rumble with the win? Yeah. Give her the six or pack put, tag. Or put Nia Jax in the regular room. Because yeah. she's been running through everybody, so you might as well put her in with the dudes. Have her eliminate a couple people, and then, you know, and then decide to leave on her own. Side note, I want to see men and women wrestle yes. each other. They've yeah. done intergender tags, but only to tag the women so, yeah. and the women, right. the men and the men. I, like, if um, anybody here wants to check out any, any indie wrestling, mm-hmm. Candice LeRae, her tag partner Joey Ryan, the two of them tag mm-hmm. together and face other male um, tag partners, and it's insane. Like she's so athletic and crazy. Yeah. Can you please do that? They WWE? do that in Japan too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Japan wrestling is real intense, by the way. If you're, not, if you're not okay with seeing some stuff that might make you question if somebody's arms are broken, um, don't watch it. But you like check it out. Don't watch it. But yeah, like when um when Enzo and Sasha and Charlotte and Jericho, like that was so exciting. I do wish they could have like Charlotte's. She's been a pretty big girl. Like you could have let that just happen. Yeah, yeah. she can at least she can get a clothesline yeah. or something. And Sasha something. has the rope skill to do that jump around thing that Enzo has to do when he fights bigger people, and that Kofi has to do when he fights bigger mm-hmm. people. Uh, these guys are really good. There's no way that they would wrestle each other and have somebody be at fault or make something bad happen. Right. I feel like you put Chris Jericho with Charlotte. Right. Yeah. Or against each other or with Sasha or something. That right. would be great. Yeah. Actually. Charlotte really and be. Jericho. And uh, you know, I had hopes once I saw Bailey come out with the New Day, of course, I was like, oh, we're going to do it. <laughs> we're not, not going to do, do it. it. No. Oh, um, that was so, yeah. But I, but I enjoy that as a pod. Yes. Like I like that so level good. of positivity yes. in one place is so like you feel them vibrating yes, away into the rainbow cloud. I think you guys gave me an idea for another article. Fox Sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. The next, the next step is women against men. Yes. I would like it to. Have, I mean, China used to just go for it. Did right? she become like the champion? Of yes, I, yeah, yeah, intercontinental champion. Yeah. 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 She was just like, I'm strong. Yeah. I'll yep. do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I would definitely, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, so we are coming up on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do one last little question then. Um, do you guys, we, let's choose. I'll let you guys choose. Would okay. you rather talk about what your entrance song would be if you were a wrestler? Or would you rather talk about which, um, wrestlers have the best entrances? Oh, I think we can agree on who has the best entrance on the count of three. One, two, three. Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's all good. It's all good. I mean, um, come on. It's true. See, what yeah. my entrance song would be. Like, 
think it depends on my gimmick. Right. Right. So like if, if I were like sort of, um, you know, the, the, the vanity gimmick, uh, I would just use vanity by Christina Aguilera because I'd just be like coming out of the theme with like mirrors and stuff. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, what else would I do? I don't know. I will, I, will, I will let other people answer why I come up with other I'm still thinking. Thoughts. I know. Um, I either have some sort of old classic, like, rock and roll song, like The Stroke or whatever, mm. or um, some Pat Benatar. Yeah. Some upbeat. Stealing that. Yeah, mm. some 80s going on, or some, like, really scary, like, Undertaker yeah. hardcore song. Scandal the Warrior. That would be awesome. She doesn't have a lot of heartache, baby. Solid okay, series. definitely Pat Benatar. Yeah. Yeah. Heart would also be. Successful. Oh, yeah. I had one picked out, uh, and I've completely forgotten it. It's a Caribbean song that describes me. Dollar Wine. Like, perfectly. Dollar Wine is the dumbest. Can you imagine? Wait, guys, if you're listening <laughs> to this, go look up the song Dollar Wine and then imagine me coming out to that song. Calypso yes. song. I'm bring this up real quick. Uh, dollar, yes, this is Dollar Wine. Wine. What was the song? I don't know. Uh, okay, oh, man. Who's it by? This is interesting. Are you Maybe it's on? not the title. No, it is the title. What are you, what are you looking on? Um, Spotify. Oh, yeah, you will yeah. not find it on Spotify. This is an old It's underground. Song. All right. Yeah. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to bring it up. Here. Oh, yes. boy. Uh, let's see. What other good... Uh, I, you know, um, the Anthrax Public Enemy version of Pretty Little Boys would be... Ooh. This is an advertisement. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, so that would be a good entrance uh, song for somebody. Um, oh, uh, you could also use the theme from Attack on Titan as an entrance. That would be... That was pretty dope. What was my song? Oh, Wheel and Come Again. It's a Caribbean soca song. Uh, it's a St. Lucian song because I am St. Lucian. This is Dollar Wine. Oh my yeah. god. That's a great outro song. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Oh, why not? Okay, anyway, guys, go listen yeah. to it on your own if you want more. And the dance is very simple. Uh, he tells you how to do it. Um, it's just popping your hip in different directions. Listen to the song and figure it out. That's anyway, great. so thank you so much for joining us. Um, <laughs> where can people find you? Um, you guys can find me at Carlin Bays on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and Carlin on Snapchat. And, and you should spell it out for them for people listening. C-A-R-R-L-Y-N-B-A-T-H-E. Carlin Bathe. And is there anything else that you're doing that you want to plug or tell them to check out or anything? Oh, boy. I mean, we've got our Wrestling Compadre Slamcast that's on every Wednesday on Fox Sports. And you can find it literally on any podcasting app. And um, check out our Facebook page, Fox Compadres. You can follow us on Twitter, at Fox Compadres. Um, if you like wrestling or like anything that we talked about today, it's kind of like that. Like, that's what, that's like what we do. And funny story about Fox Compadres. Let me tell you how we met. Uh, you guys know, during Comic-Con, I was hanging out with Xavier Woods, and we end up at the weirdest party of my life, a Funko party. I've told you guys all about this. Uh, and we get to the table... And I'm oh, just raging. <laughs> and of course, Carlin is there. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Mick Foley's daughter is there. Um, 
By the way, you guys should watch Holy Foley if you are interested at all in uh, like what it would take to become a wrestler. I've been finding that show pretty hilarious and fun. Um, although some people are being rude, but we'll talk about that some other time as well. Um, but then <laughs> at the table is my old co-worker from Maker Studios, Dale. I love Dale! <laughs> like, Dale, what are you doing here? And Dale is actually part of Fox Compadre. Yeah, and he's my co-host. <laughs> so What a small world. Very small world. Very teeny tiny. Teeny tiny world. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Well, you can catch us uh, on iTunes, YouTube, allgames.com, and soon on SoundCloud. We're going to talk to you more about that mm -hmm. one. You should follow at Woman Up Show for announcements, for when we're going live, for links to everything. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, and the more of you who follow it, the more clout we have to tell YouTube to stop fucking with our channel name. <laughs> so you should probably go. Just go, If you just search in the YouTube bar, Woman Up Podcast, we pop right up. Um, and if you do listen on iTunes, please give us a rating so we can become famous and quit our day jobs. <laughs> Woo! Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? Oh, I'm Sarah the Rebel. You can find me at Sarah the Rebel on Instagram, on Twitch, and on Twitter. I'm Mrs. Mara. You can find me on the Twitters and your Instagrams. All up in your hoods. All up in your hoods. Anyway, so until next time, remember to party, party down, down and woman up. up.